I'm Michelle Long. Time for Daily Market Wrap this Thursday, September 29, 2022. Finally, some relief from the last two days of bloodbath. Philippine shares climbed thanks to some bargain hunting on Thursday, while the Philippine peso firmed up a little. BDO Capital's Ed Francisco tells investors with time and patience to make the most of this buying opportunity. Invest some more because uh, the conglos, the banks, the rest of the entities are deeply discounted. They will rebound. So if you buy now, then you can still make a lot of money. Not immediately, but, but if you hold it for a year or two when all these headwinds uh, disappear or are or, or, uh, normalized, then you're, you're looking at uh, potentially 20 to 40% uh, gains. For the day, the PSE index gained almost 1% to close back above 5,900 with 121 advancers beating 76 decliners. But despite being in bear market with a final blow coming from the two-day near 400-point drop, Sun Life Asset Management's Head of Equities, Christina Gabaldon, says we are not yet near the bottom. We are in a down cycle and we may not be at the bottom yet. Um, uh, we're now trading at 13.86 times. Um, maybe we deserve to trade at multiples below the five-year mean of 17.96 times given what's going on in the macro um, inflation concerns, strong dollar, current account deficits, and higher rates. In March 2020, hit a low of 9.6 times multiple for the index, but that took um, a very short time and we recovered from that. I think our fair multiple might be at 15 times for the market. In corporate stories, an ABS-CBN source confirms BPI, the country's fourth largest bank by assets, is in discussions for a potential collaboration with the banking arm of the Gohongwe Group, Robinson's Bank. This amid rumors the two are planning to merge with BPI as the surviving entity. According to some unverified reports, post-transaction, Robinson's Bank will end up owning 6% of the Ayala-led BPI. The merger could also see BPI overtake Metro Bank in size. And Visman developer Sibulan Master says its first project in Luzon sold in less than a week 85% of the first phase of its housing project in Palawan. The first two towers of the 3 billion peso 7-tower Casamira Towers Palawan generated 1.2 billion in reservation sales, bringing the developer's total this year so far to 13.5 billion. Phase 1 is set for completion by the fourth quarter of 2025, with the whole development seen generating 6 billion pesos in sales. The office market picture, however, is not as rosy. Consultant David Lee Chu says there is a high level of office space vacancy and the crackdown in POGOs could only worsen the situation. The POGO sector occupies a million square meters of, of uh, office space and possibly close to two million square meters of residential space. And that's, uh, that's quite significant. It, the sector occupies about roughly 6% of total office space in the Philippines. So shutting them down now and, and uh, making all the space available at a time when there's about 3, three million square meters of office space vacant all throughout the country is going gonna, gonna to have a meaningful impact. The BPO sector, meanwhile, remains a bright spot. Although the work-from-home setup has slashed space demand, Lichu is confident they will come back to on-site work. The last 30 months, the, the BPO sector had record hiring rate, 
rates, about 150,000, 145,000, 150,000 people uh, got hired in the BPO sector. And that's net new jobs for the Philippines. That's been fantastic. In the last 30 months, the BPO sector still took 400,000 square meters of office space, even though they should have taken something closer to 900,000 square meters. And that gap represents the impact of work from home. I think in the next few quarters, maybe two or three quarters, you're going to see a migration out of work from home into what I think is uh, a work near home situation. And that is it for today's Market Edge. Don't forget to hit the follow button for the latest market action in the Philippines.